It's Sophia Franklin. You are listening to Sophia with an S. And the S is for phenomenal. (laughs) This podcast is rated F. There's one where I actually blow a load on camera. (laughs) Simultaneously ejaculating as I fall out of an airplane 15,000 feet in the air with another man strapped to my back. I'm sorry, why? (laughs) Why didn't you come in with that one? Well, that's part of my bucket list. Can you feel it, Sloots? The days are getting warmer and spring has officially sprung, which means spring break is here. Which, for the older folk, that basically means people are going outside, they're staying outside, and they are staying out way longer. But the thing is, who wants to deal with those post-party struggles? I know I don't. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage in my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in, which is Taste Salute. Say goodbye to the Sunday Scaries with Taste Salute's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town And we had a night or two on the town. And how I felt, honestly, come Monday morning was better than any spring break party you can imagine. And that is a rare occurrence for me and has only started happening since I've started drinking Taste Salute religiously. Because unlike those big name brands we all know, Salud knocks it out of the park with their one-of-a-kind flavors. I'm drinking one right now. And no, it's not because I plan on drinking any kind of alcohol, but just because I'm trying to get hydrated and energized. I'm obviously drinking the horchata flavor, but you got to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and... They even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and Strawberry Margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at tastesalude.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with Tastesalude. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Sophia with an F. I'm recording from WTF. Please subscribe if you haven't already. And I'm here with my dad's dream, my dream, Steve-O from Jackass and everywhere else. Steve-O, I am at a loss for words. Well, not really because I've been talking this whole time. But thank you so much for coming. Well, thank you for having me. 
How are you feeling right now? I feel a little bit overwhelmed. A okay. little bit, just overly busy. Yeah. Feeling a little bit eager to, uh, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, but take a break. <laughs> You're like, get out of this recording. <laughs> I'm, well, no, <laughs> I mean, I pride myself on, on being very active, very busy. Right. You know, I have a color-coded calendar, which uh, I, I really... I, I love it. Did you come up with the colors? I did. Okay. No, I'm genuinely invested and interested in this because okay. I've been trying to do that. Uh-huh. How do you pick the colors? Like post-production is, is red. Actually shooting, recording is white. Stuff that's uh, kind of administrative, pain in the ass stuff is blue. Okay. Press and and travel is gray. Interesting. Um, fun is orange. Interesting. Self-care is yellow. Wait, my self-care is yellow. Good. Interesting. Recovery-related stuff is pink. Okay, so you have a lot of color coding going on. Yeah. You're organized as fuck. It's a good-looking calendar. It, I mean, it sounds gorgeous. Do you think that... Well, let me back up. You're feeling a little bit overwhelmed how much does sobriety which congratulations thank you how much does sobriety help with feelings of like overwhelm despite being in a really wonderful position in life like i my life is fantastic my i'm very fortunate in just about every measurable way yet i can find a way to be dissatisfied uh discontent <laughs> and and frankly unhappy i i'm laughing because i think about this all the time people tell me be grateful look at where yeah. you are i mean i'm happy ish not right. really why well, I think well i'm not that, sober that's number one <laughs> i think that what it is is whatever our circumstances we, we become accustomed to it and it's our nature to uh, crave to improve our circumstances. Right. Like if we're in pain, we, we crave for the pain to lessen or subside. If we're experiencing pleasure, we want it to intensify and last longer. No matter what our situation is, we're built to not be happy with it and want it to be better. Mm -hmm. That's the the source of all human suffering is this craving. Is to always want more. Yep. It's never no, here. Correct. No matter how much you earn, never enough. Never. Money actually doesn't satisfy us. It creates a vacuum. Interesting. Where the more we have, the more we need. But like at a certain level, right? Like at survival mode, money will, sure. you know. Yeah, they say that it's like $60,000 a year that, that meets people's needs. And then beyond that, money doesn't really contribute <laughs> to happiness anymore. Yeah. And, and that makes sense to me. I also heard about um, people who have more than $10 million uh, all identifying as feelings financially insecure. Like the more money you have, the more you feel <laughs> financially insecure. That makes me feel better because I'm not in that $10 million range and c the comparison game is real. The 
working all the time, always wanting more. Do you think that's a human nature thing or do you think it's a very United States thing? I think it is a human nature thing and I think that it is even more exacerbated in the United States. And how do you think sobriety has helped? Not that I think people think sobriety is everything is 100% better. It's not. Like you still have life. Sure. It's just 10 times better, right? Sobriety does not make you immune to the challenges that life presents. Right. It helps you be better equipped to navigate to a, to overcome the challenges. Like for me to be drinking alcohol and taking drugs and acting out sexually rampantly, like the amount of time that that required, the amount of time, energy, resources, and all of it so that I could be making terrible mistakes, creating wreckage, accumulating shame and guilt. Mm-hmm. And then now for, for a, a pretty darn long time, I've had none of those distractions. Yeah. It's, it's immeasurable how much better life is without constantly perpetrating behavior that brings about shame. Wow. That's a really good way to put it. Because there's so much shame surrounding it. Even if I drink too much and I don't do anything stupid, there's still shame because I know alcohol is not good for me. I know what a certain amount of alcohol is good, which none of it is good, but you know what I mean? I've heard studies um, indicated that drinking one glass of wine per day is actually healthy for you. That study, I I feel like it's been debunked. Oh, Has okay. It? I don't know. I think so. There's right. no, you can tell. It's like, it's a total toxin. But I think for me, you're saying when once you're sober, when you get sober, it's easier because you don't have to deal with all these things, shame, regret, et cetera. I mean, sure, you have to deal with them to the extent that they present in your life, but they they present a lot less. I feel like you have to deal with them once you get sober in a more real way because you don't have alcohol drugs to numb it. Right. And that's why people tend to go back to alcohol or they don't get sober. And when I say people, I'm talking about myself, but I'm trying to talk about other people (laughs) because I'm not. You know what I mean? It's like you have to really sit there with your feelings and the shame and the guilt and you can't you know, get drunk that night and forget about it. Yeah. I mean, it definitely becomes a vicious cycle where your behavior brings about the shame and then you feel bad and so then you got to drink to soothe yourself. And then while you're drinking, and then you, that leads to more behavior that brings about more shame. And so it's just a big vicious cycle. Right. Do people always ask you the same questions? Like, how is sobriety... How is life now? Why were you so out of control? Um, <laughs> You're like, Let's I mean, a, a little bit. And I think that whatever my answer is at the time is is a bit of a moving target. I like that. That was a great response. I love that. Yeah. I obviously was looking into you and 
doing my research, which how much you can research a human being online is bullshit. I don't know you. But I kept seeing this like commonality with you saying, I just always wanted attention. Yep. That was like the common theme. Uh Uh-huh. Do you stand by that? Yeah. You do? I believe that that it's really in my DNA. Okay. I'm just programmed genetically to to be be an attention whore. Does that mean narcissism? Maybe? Mm, I'm sure that there are uh, bits of narcissism in there. I asked that because I just did an episode where I talked about to be an influencer or a kind of celebrity in this day and age, you have to be. Like, you have to have major elements of what we call narcissism. Yeah. I think um, I, I, I think that, that the, the human ego has narcissistic traits. I mean, just the, the idea of self-preservation and, and self-importance is kind of key to survival. To be clinically narcissistic, I would imagine, takes that to a, a level that goes beyond the what it takes to be an influencer <laughs> right but yeah i actually love that response excited about this one guys i'm getting in my grown woman bag i'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen. I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find and mm-mm, mm-mm, not the move. The move is high quality, thoughtfully designed, non-toxic and incredibly cute cookware from drumroll please Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set. You'll be at the gym later that day. No question. My Dutch baby from Great Jones aka the cutest baby pink Dutch oven in the color taffy. I keep that shit on display. That is when I'm not using it. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick pans, Great Jones has it all. I got my first skillet, you guys. Like, fuck an engagement ring. I can't wait to actually make all the recipes I have saved but never touched because I was ill-equipped. But now, I'll let y'all know when giving dinner is because I am prepared. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old, rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SOFIA. That's greatjones.com, promo code SOFIA. Here's 
here's something when um when i went to rehab and got sober there was a lot of emphasis put on having a, a higher power believing in a higher power and deflating the ego and and practicing spiritual principles and like how that was supposed to jive with being steve-o from jackass damn was something that i really wasn't sure about so i didn't know if i was going to really commit to life and recovery if i could even continue pursuing uh, a career in entertainment and um ultimately i did learn that i can well your tour the bucket list yeah i heard it's crazier and more insane than jackass i don't know how that's objectively, possible objectively yeah. so, objectively yeah and totally sober which is insane yeah like how are you able to do that in order to make it um crazier than than jackass i mean there's just certain things i mean crazier is actually that's a great question objectively um jackass being produced by by paramount pictures it's like a very very official corporate operation and as such has to abide by like very Certain distinct guidelines. rules you right. know like you can't break the law yeah filming like you jackass. Can't pee on a bunch of potato chips I was looking <laughs> yeah I love it um I'm sure we could pee on potato chips if we can wanted. I ask what what were they Lay's Pringles I don't remember I remember that that happened on on Lollapalooza tour I was technically arrested for public urination okay. while, while peeing on potato chips but you don't remember the brand of the potato chip. I don't remember the brand Damn. that's a sponsorship right there let's make one up mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know about that, but uh, but yeah. So I, I like, we can't break the law filming Jackass, and I flagrantly broke the law while filming the Bucket List. Okay. Yeah. So it's completely okay because you produced it on your own, not with a big corporation. Yeah, I mean, I, I did it without any form of insurance. I did it with, <laughs> uh, you know, any. Uh, I I was the boss. Okay, so shit's fucking crazy. Um, yeah, shit's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that hesitation. I had medical professionals on standby. Well, I, I had medical professionals steal drugs from the hospital. Okay. And then administer them to me, like during stunts. Like I had general anesthesia oh. drugs administered in an IV in my arm while I was riding a bicycle through a field. <laughs> And you just can't do that for jackass. So objectively, no. that's crazier than jackass. If you've ever heard of an epidural, they put, I've heard of it. Yeah, they put a four-inch needle in your spine and inject a drug in your spinal cavity to render you paralyzed. You're telling me you got that done? Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> they injected the drug in my spinal cavity, yanked out the needle, and then I took off running to see how far I could make it. <laughs> And then once I was down, my buddies conducted a series of really um, <laughs> horrific experiments to determine the extent to which I was paralyzed. <laughs> like rubbing your wiener? No, like uh, <laughs> like uh, you know, zapping me with tasers and, and okay. lighting my feet on fire. <laughs> oh, okay. A little more intense. Yeah, it was awesome. How did the epidural feel? Terrified me. But you felt fucking everything. It, it was absolutely terrifying because um, 
I was told that that it it paralyzes your the lower half of your body from the waist down. Right. And I was told to be very very concerned <laughs> if uh, if I became paralyzed above the waist. And almost as soon as I was down on the ground, I couldn't feel my chest. And so I felt that my respiratory system was shutting down and that here I was like, like unable to breathe and I was going to die right there on the ground. Okay. <laughs> so I couldn't even feel any indication that I was able to breathe. And so this whole neck down just my paralyzed. arms my arms worked but i just couldn't feel my, my pole. yeah i couldn't feel anything and for me to to breathe it felt like i really was having trouble breathing and and uh like i had to fight to even breathe in enough air to be able to say i'm having trouble breathing and okay, uh so, so yeah it was the it was this <laughs> the most terrified that i've been ever in your career um perhaps yeah certainly in in years and years so what did they do at that point um they, EpiPen, and then you went running as no, fast it wasn't, as possible. it wasn't EpiPen. <laughs> i don't even know what an EpiPen. <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the the medical professional had me like um hooked up to um i had like the the cuff that you inflate and 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 i had little things uh taking readings Okay. And and uh, the, the medical professional wasn't ever terribly concerned. Of course, he was a pretty weird guy. <laughs> I'm like, wait. It's a very weird what, dude. <laughs> what kind of medical professional is like, you know what? Yeah. Fuck my license. <laughs> right. Let's go on tour with Steve-O. Actually, I fucking would. It, it wasn't on tour with Steve-O. This only happened one time. Oh, okay. Okay, got it. It only happened one time, and, and that was how the, all of the bucket list items were they, they were all filmed and then I put them together into um, a live comedy show and after each bit I would screen the footage incredible so that was how many stunts have you had well actually that's a stupid question because you're going to say a million what do you like are you scared of death <laughs> how about that question um I the hesitation, by the way, is incredible. I like that. I think that it would be um, like it's it's not possible for me to um, defy human nature. Mm -hmm. That's something that I'm confronted with a lot, um, and our existence, the the human experience, is a, a very impossible. Um, frustrating really like prank on us the way i see it we have one instinct which is to survive and one guarantee which is we won't survive so every fiber of our being like cries out for survival right yeah consciously we're well aware that we're not going to survive constantly so this catch 22 that we're in it's like our human experience is a terrible predicament it is it you is know, like if you think about it so um the reason i paused when you asked me if i'm afraid of death i mean it would it would go against my human nature to not, to be. not be afraid of death and i've never said this before because what i've always said is that I, I see that our purpose in the human experience is to find some way to to 
wrap our head around our mortality. Mm. You know, like people, um, they, they find religion because religion promises an afterlife, everything's going to be great. Right. They have, people have children. They reproduce to, to have a lineage, like a legacy, then they're still alive because they have children. And then there's uh, people who want to leave a legacy like with uh, with art or even just with affecting uh, change in the world while they're alive. Right. I've never been really into the idea of religion. I'm just like uh, Same. never been in love with organized religion. Um, but with that said, uh, I think faith is is really important. Faith doesn't have to have anything to do with religion either. It nurtures the soul in a way that, because it gives you that idea, right, of the afterlife, which I think, is, is that what you're getting at? Yeah, I watch um, videos on YouTube where people who had near-death experiences, mm -hmm. they uh, relate what it was like to die and be on the other side of death before they came back. And there's like a society of near-death experience. I know exactly people. what you're talking about, by the way. Yeah, and, and all of these accounts are so similar, almost similar. uniform. Yes. The, so the, the, the life review is what it's called, the saying that when you die that your life flashes before your eyes. In the life review, you go through your whole life and you have the experience of the people who you affected. So anybody mm. who you like harmed, anybody who you like made feel bad, you're going to have the experience as them in like the most crazy detail. Okay, and I without missed even, that part. Yeah, without even like time to like with no time constraint like you experience it like on a like almost i don't want to say eternal but on a, a very magnified level wow and um all, all of this stuff it number one indicates that that we actually don't die mm -hmm. there, there is no death mm -hmm. and number two that there's no separation really that the separation between you and i is just an illusion and the, the, there's only one thing and we that when we die we kind of go back to the one thing and everybody calls it going home going so, home yeah. i remember that that was a common thing too yeah. i do not remember the the life review i don't remember that yeah it, it, it's a it's a good to hear about it, it it's a really good um motivator for actually treating other people the way that you would like to be treated yeah, yourself. Absolutely. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, whiter, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. 
Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. Plus, it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lom. So whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. I have done dreadful things in my life. I've been, I've been so angry mm-hmm. at times. You know, like I've uh, just in frustration. You know, like, and and I'm I, I'm I'm super bummed that uh, that I'm gonna have to to relive that. You know, and and really really understand. Like mm. it's more than empathy. It's like really experiencing like the harm that I did to other people, and. Um, you know that that that's already done. The ship has sailed, and right. uh, you know. So now it's like, if I can go back and just time. if I can just not bum people out, and if I moving can actually forward. go, yeah, moving forward and, and go out of my way to like just get people stoked, you know, to be to be cool and do the right thing and be a good guy. I love that. It's awesome. And how? But I mean, how exhausting? <laughs> well, there's two questions. One is. We've all done harmful things to other people. Sure. I think it's the intent behind it that should be kind of analyzed. Like, do you think you were just doing dumbass shit because you were high or whatever? Um, I, I, you make a good point that intent is important. And, and, you know, like way back before I got clean and sober, like I, I definitely had developed a capability to be really nasty and try and like harm people's reputations or mm. really hurt their feelings. And, um, I like the honesty, by the yeah, way. that like, that's, that's I tough like to that. deal with. I, I, um, like the when, when I did like when I did get sober, like my motivation to really put in the work and to commit myself to recovery came from the deep shame and mm. guilt that I had for for that nasty behavior. So I, I turned it to 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 the good. Yeah. I don't think that I'm a the kind of person that ever wants to make people feel bad. I think I do. Sometimes I'll, I'll just get frustrated and angry. I want something to be some way and you know like yeah. I I can be a real nightmare. I can be a real jerk. Yeah. And it sucks. Yeah. 
<laughs> it sucks you know? for you and it sucks for everyone around you. Yeah. <laughs> but how exhausting to always want to, I mean, as being an entertainer, like always be uplifting and funny and da da yeah. Do you try as hard though? I, I don't, I don't, <laughs> nah, I don't know. Uh, I've always kind of recoiled from like art, artificial positivity and, right. and like all like the, okay, let's be really positive. Like that's not what my content is all about. Right, that's why I like what you were talking about. Like this whole aspect of death and do you think it was really in sobriety where you had to like, that's the thing is when we have conversations like this and I was, I think, oh, there's so many people out there that are gonna be like, wackos, what the fuck, you know? Like, why are they talking about near death experiences? I, my dad was in and out of rehab and that's, I was about to say that's great. It's, it is what it is, but you have to analyze life and look at these things, right? I mean, do you ever feel crazy saying what you say? You're like, bitch, I felt crazy my whole life. Not too bad, <laughs> not too bad. And I think that the that the the whole idea of 12-step recovery, of acknowledging where you did harm and going to make amends is like super in line with the with the the whole the whole thing. So you're into the 12 step. Oh yeah, like yeah. I'm 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 pretty pretty well conditioned at this point to call myself out when I do wrong when right. I when I harm people. What do you think about psychedelics to get sober? I I think it's great if it helps people, but it's a no-fly zone for me. I like that. That would be a relapse for me. Right. But yeah, if it helps people, that's great. Yeah. Was there like a specific thing you were addicted to or just anything? I was everything and anything. I was what we call a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> and uh but but with that said I never um never did heroin, never smoked crack. That 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 was my 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 limit. Okay, so I think I smoked crack one time. I think I tried to, but I did it wrong, <laughs> okay. so I don't count it. Same. <laughs> so we didn't. Thanks, everyone. If you're smoking cocaine mixed with something else, is that crack? Or is it just, oh, if you just if you If you just put powder cocaine on like a, a marijuana in a pipe, I don't think that... I think mixed I don't think... Mixed with a little something else no the for it to be crack cocaine it has to be cooked in a certain way mm. so you can't just sprinkle it if you're smoking powder cocaine you're being wasteful is how i understand it the, but the high was unlike any high i've had just off of snorting cocaine Therefore, I think it may have been crack. I mean, I didn't cook it, so I don't know. Yeah, if you didn't cook it. But then... I was born in Utah and like yeah. <laughs> family Mormon, so I, I didn't yeah. know what was happening. Yeah, I think uh, you're safe. That does not sound like you smoked crack cocaine. <laughs> I guess you being on Jackass and you doing all of these things, you had this kind of personality before drugs and alcohol. I had, I would describe uh the same personality all along yeah okay same personality all along i mean the the, the characteristics of my uh 
attention seeking and and like and me trying to call it narcissism even though i'm not a therapist and i have no idea i don't mind mind a bit you know i I don't mind a bit i'm sure that that uh i particularly at times check boxes for narcissism of course you know of course and and i think that that is uh something that that my relationship helps me with a lot how long have you been married still not married i wear an engagement ring okay i like that i've been engaged for a long time yeah it's pretty silly that um when when a couple gets engaged only the woman should indicate that she's taken that is fucking insane and thank you for bringing that up right is that is that like society's way of saying that a, a guy should just carry on do whatever you want absolutely yeah, no I, question. I, That's absolutely what it is. Yeah, so I believe in wearing an engagement ring. I love that. And your girlfriend is so lucky, but you're also probably more lucky. I, I had I'm, to guess. I'm very, very fortunate. <laughs> Just, I, 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 tru- I truly am. And um, the, the best thing about my relationship is that my my girl doesn't. She's not here to just say yes to everything. Yeah, you know, she she straight up calls me out. Grounds you. Yeah, she 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 calls me out and tells me what's bullshit and uh, and and it's it's <laughs> it's unfortunately frequent that that <laughs> she needs to call me out and she kind of keeps me. Do you think that's like all relationships are kind of that yin and yang? Someone's a little crazy, someone's a little. Mm. And I know it's 2023 and me saying the word crazy. Just use that in your interpretation. I don't want to offend anyone. I don't think that there's a a universal uh, like dating scenario. Yeah, I think <laughs> relationships are very complex, and yeah. certain things are are healthy in in all relationships. But I don't think you can right. de- describe what sum it up in a yin yeah. yang. Someone's crazy doing stunts. Someone's not. What was dating like when you were doing the show? Oh, I was an absolute disaster. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast (laughs) 
you never worried about a girl dating you for fame or something here and there i mean i never before the relationship that i'm in now and and, and we've been together for almost seven years i had never made it more than 10 months in a relationship okay yeah i was an absolute disaster okay. and, and it took a lot of work deliberately for me to be even able to be in a relationship right. in a healthy relationship right like i got into therapy i did a lot of uh work and you know in recovery and my mantra was that i was working to become the man that the love of my life deserves mm. and doing that preemptively acknowledging that i had not yet met the love of my life i think that most people um that they think that they're waiting to meet the right person mm -hmm. but in fact nothing's gonna work until they become the right person oh i know for a fact i've never been in love and i know for a fact it's my fault okay good a hundred percent i need to sort through some issues before i can even get into that place i'm 31 it's like i'm a young chicken you know pretty young i mean for you, young. For women, yeah. I might as well be 70. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're dealing with. Um, Steve-O, you have been... I just remember seeing you on the TV, and my dad would always play jackass, and you are extremely intelligent and extremely real. Well, thank you. You answer it. You're not... I like how you said, I'm not here to make things sound happy-go-lucky. Like, I'm here to be real. Yeah. yeah, I have no interest in, in like, pretending that stuff is not the way that it is. And how much of your day is people pretending that? My day? Not not too much. I, I surround myself with a pretty small group of people. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, I don't think that there's a lot of bullshit floating around my circle. I just like how real you are about sobriety because I think sobriety is this incredible thing and I think it's there's no right or wrong way to be. I know I would be a much happier person. It's not a end-all be-all, right? You still have to deal with your shit. Well, yeah. I mean, life is going to happen. It's going to present difficulties and... um it's it's a lot more manageable if you're not uh, like putting a lot of time and effort into like being in a bad place and making bad decisions. Right, and, and feeling bad about it. Yeah, you get a lot less challenges to deal with if you're not creating problems. Right. Like manufacturing problems all the time. I, I like, <laughs> manufacturing problems all the time. That's, that's a t-shirt that's like my yeah, lifestyle that that that's what it turned into for right me, so right yeah you don't do that anymore a little bit um <laughs> i think that that uh i wouldn't say that i manufacture problems all the time now because that would suggest that like they're real i think that now my problem is that i imagine problems all the mm. time I can be consumed with worry and anxiety over problems that don't even exist. That's, I mean, story of my life. Right. Manufacturing and imagining. So how do you get out of that? Man, that, that, that's the million dollar question. 
I think that uh, like I take an epidural. <laughs> um, <laughs> for me, uh, managing my anxiety and and my fear over things that aren't even necessarily happening um, comes by just trying to be ferociously productive. Like okay. as long as I'm working and achieving and earning, like I'm, I, I kind of have you a don't sense have you don't have time okay. to dwell. Right, like I, I just always have like the, the the feeling that like oh my god I'm not gonna be okay I've got to hurry up I got to pull something off I got to yeah earn I got to achieve right and and I welcome that in my life because it, it it drives me to always want to be hustling and working right and and, and I like that I, I I'm I'm very uh, grateful to have that I even like don't mind if I'm always like anxious because it's like I I choose the hustle yeah you know and, and beyond that i think uh that commun communicating your feelings with another person like really honestly and speaking up about what's bothering you it takes a lot of power out of that mm. and so that's like you know with with my my recovery brothers you know my my sobriety community like that's what we do we we share honestly about what's bothering us and that helps us to move forward going, yeah i feel like for men specifically like you guys i know from guys i've dated like it's not cool or you guys don't even know how sometimes to even talk about your shit right or talk about how you're feeling i know and and, and uh yeah we're the lucky ones us sober nerds sober <laughs> nerds i like yeah. that Steve-O, thank you so, so much. Thank you. Talk about where everyone can see these crazy-ass fucking crazier-than-jackass stuff. Yeah, there's, there's one where I actually blow a load on camera. <laughs> Simultaneously ejaculating as I fall out of an airplane 15,000 feet in the air with another man strapped to my back. I'm sorry, why, <laughs> sorry. why didn't you come in with that one? Uh, well, it's, it, that, that's part of my bucket list. Were you on Cialis? Just wondering. I took four of them for breakfast. Okay, okay. I had to make sure. <laughs> yeah. With the man strapped to your back. Yeah. That's fucking dope. It was um, it was the most challenging stunt, and that is just the level of how I've got epidurals and general anesthesia bike rides and and skyjacking in <laughs> in the sky. Like it, everything on my bucket list is fucking out of control insanity like, like beyond how crazy jackass is and it's uh it's the it's the the greatest thing i've ever put together I, so go to stevo.com to watch the bucket list i respect that because jackass could never survive now in 2023 mm, i disagree really? jackass ages very well because there's nothing well now but if it was being produced now you don't think there'd be an uproar and we it would just, get canceled? We just had a movie come out last year. Okay, fucking put me <laughs> in my place and you I are. Mean, <laughs> I mean, it's easy. It's no big deal. Like, uh, and I just think that that um that there there's nothing to cancel about Jackass because there's nothing mean spirited about it. We we give ourselves and each other a very hard time, but we want all of this bad stuff to be happening. We're willing participants. Right. We invite it. And um, there's nothing mean-spirited, directed. 
uh, a certain so, yeah there's no a, there's nothing hateful there's nothing malicious there's nothing mean that's very true yeah so i, I consider jackass very wholesome as do i consider wholesome. my bucket list okay so we're gonna <laughs> wholesome is how i will describe it to my children as well Good. when i have a boyfriend when i have kids if that ever happens and you guys know where to find me so if you have an f franklin with a y steve thank you so much yeah You're the thank best. you